And so I can say what I want to say or need to say, or as I'm thinking about it, and I can express it with full empathy and context because, you know, the words that we, that we use only are 7% of the message. The rest is filled in by tone of voice and body language. It turns out it, it matters what I sound like and what I look like when I say the words that I choose to say. And so Vali, Vali allows you to get all of that richness into something that is as flexible as texting. So one of the ways I describe it is it's like video texting. Here's the thing. People make connections with people, not text. And for any business that's built around team, community or serving an audience, making those connections easier and more human is critical. So the question is then, why is so much of our digital communication done through text? As humans, we're simply more ourselves face to face. So why can't that be the norm online? Well, my friends, now it can be. Let's dive into episode 238 of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. The world of video marketing for business is changing and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling, along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome to the podcast on YouTube. This is a new thing to have the podcast here on YouTube, but if you're a listener to the podcast and you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, welcome back. I'm glad that you're here. So you can catch the podcast now on either of those channels. So I've got a great show for you today. I was recently introduced to a new platform and communication tool by the awesome Tim Schmoyer from Video Creators. If you remember, and you've been listening and watching for a while, we had him back on the show all the way back in episode 99 of the podcast. And this is 238, so it was a while ago. But Tim and Video Creators do amazing things in the world of YouTube. So if you haven't checked out that episode, then make sure that you do. EngageVideoMarketing.com slash episode 99. So Tim introduced me to this new platform called Volley. And for a few weeks now, I'm been, I've been seriously excited by the possibilities that this platform allows. So the thing is when it comes to working online or engaging with a community online, I think we all recognize the downsides to solutions like email, like Slack, like Zoom calls, Facebook groups, support tickets, and so on. They're either time consuming or distracting or they're impersonal or impractical. They're easy to misunderstand or difficult to get the full message across. And it's all of these things that Volley is aiming to solve. And at the heart of its solution is video. So I know you're gonna love this episode. So in this episode, we're going to share more about Volley as I've introduced Tim Schmoyer from Video Creators back on the show today to share his experiences with the platform as he's integrated Volley into his coaching services, into his internal team communications and across the spectrum of his business. So he's got some really great insights about this tool to share. We've also got the founder of Volley, Josh Little, joining us as well. That's right, a three-way conversation here on the podcast for you today. So buckle yourselves in, lots of value coming your way. 
But before we roll into the interview, after today's show, I want to invite you to check out Volley for yourself and join me in the conversation over at the Video Strategists community space on Volley. It's totally free and available on whatever device you're on. Just go to engagevideomarketing.com slash chat and I'll chat to you real soon on Volley. Come and experience it for yourself. Okay, let's jump into my interview with the founder of Volley, Josh Little and Tim Schmoyer from Video Creators. Josh and Tim, welcome to the podcast, a three-way conversation. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to kind of dive into each of your stories a little bit and each of your opinions about the issue we're going to talk about today in the podcast. But I want to start by asking Tim just the big question around when it comes to communication in, in your organization as, as a coach and as an owner of a business, what what was the downside that you were seeing in using some of these standard tools like email or Slack or jumping on video calls, Zoom, Google Meet, whatever that may be? Uh, don't get me started. I don't like to think about that world anymore. <laughs> yeah. So basically we were, um, we were working with clients one-on-one and in group sessions and things, and, uh, they revolved around zoom meetings, which were okay. They had some value to them, but the thing that was always difficult was a couple of things. One, trying to get everyone's schedules to align, whether it be a group thing or a, um, like one-on-one even. And then even once you did get the schedules to align, there was like, there was, um, like that was kind of like the only place where main communication took place. And then outside of that, it was like all an email, which takes time to read and then time to reply. Or in our group stuff, it was like in a text-based online platform, uh, where you just kind of have an icon and a person's name some text and it's just kind of like this tedious way. It's not very like interact. It's not very relational. It's just kind of like a, like a, all right, I I read what info you have. Here's my response. And you don't even look to see who it is, right? It's just kind of like a, just a way to crank through messages and things. And we were bumping into limitations with our group coaching program in terms of like how many people can we really serve through here? Because the other limitation to a group and Zoom call is is if you're trying to serve everyone well, everyone only kind of gets so much airtime with the strategist or with the coach. Mm. And everyone kind of didn't really want to impose on anyone else's time. And you had some people who are like big talkers and they would just talk and talk and talk. And you have other people who didn't want to say anything, you know, in front of the group because they didn't want to take, you know, it was just, so it was working okay for us. We'd done that for about six or seven years. Um, But then we shut down our online uh, platform and I was like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And people, because our retentions were okay. People would go through an online course or this group coaching program and they would be like, you know, um, only 40% of the people would still be around at the end of it. And we were like, man, there's, this should be better. Right. And other people were telling me, well, Tim, yeah, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. And I'm like, no, the horse wants to drink. They paid good money to drink, (laughs) you know, (laughs) like they got here. And if this is not working, like, is there something else I can do to help this course drink. <laughs> and uh, so I started looking for other options. I had heard about this one platform that is doing things very differently. And I, I, I looked, tried to find it. I couldn't find it. 
And then, oh no, that's, I found it, but they had shut down. I'm like, okay, well, I can't do that. And so I started looking for alternatives and I'm searching for alternatives. And there's a whole Google page of search results that has no good alternatives. There's this ad at the top for this, this, um, this, this app called Volley. And I'm like, whatever, you know, so I, I scroll past it and I get to the bottom of these search results. I remember I'm still in, I'm laying in bed with my, my, my wife and she's, falling asleep and I just can't, I'm like, I got to figure this out because I got this beta uh, course coming up and I need some sort of interactive community for it. And so there's nothing good there. So I scroll back up the top of the page, I tap on this ad for Volley and I'm checking it out. I'm like, okay, like this seems like it could work. And so I create an account. Next morning, I, I and Josh, you correct me if I'm wrong here because this is where stories start to merge, is, is, uh, you know how like on websites there they have like a little intercom thing where you can like leave a chat message and we'll get back to you. And I never do those because it's like they say 24 hours, but my experience is like 48 days to never <laughs> when they ever get back to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I did. Uh, I sent this message on Bali because uh, they had like this video thing that popped up and they're like, just reply. It was Josh. He was like, just reply. Does you have any questions? And I'm like, oh, that's automated, whatever. So I uh, just sent this little message back and then. Josh, a few hours later, is like, Tim Schmoyer, I know who you are. I used to grow a YouTube channel. What are you doing in Bali? And I'm like, whoa, that was not what I was expecting. And so I asked Josh, like, hey, I got these questions. Does it work for this? Um, he helped me work, think through all that. And so I launched Bali. And the long story short, what ended up happening with our group coaching program is instead of us being able to handle about 20 creators in a group coaching program, when we eliminated Zoom and started using Volley instead, that number went from about 20 per strategist on my team to about, we were pushing 100 per strategist, and we still haven't hit the limits of what we think we can push this push this to. Uh, and then we started using it with our one-on-one clients. And what we saw there was that um, the clients were like, yeah, I don't feel like I need Zoom calls anymore. This is, we're like, you don't need Zoom? We don't, what? <laughs> and then it was like, yeah. Um, and then our email went down because they were just sending us these volleys in this app instead. And, and we're like, okay, this is way faster than email because they send us a message. We watch it in double speed, um, a couple minutes long. And then it takes us 30 seconds, like a minute to reply. And it was just so much faster. And, and so it eliminated Zoom calls and it eliminated a lot of time in email. And then on the group coaching side, the other thing that it did is that at the end of two months, instead of there only being about 40% of the people still engaged, we now had close to 100% of the people in the group were now still engaged. And so I've been talking with Joshua, like, why is that? And what we think it is, is instead of it just being an icon and a name in text, now it's, uh, if you think, Bali's kind of, and Josh will explain more, but it's kind of, I like to describe it as if you had, if you combine Slack with Marco Polo or Snapchat or something and put those two things together, um, what, what it does is instead of it just being a, a, just like an icon and a name on a text-based forum, now instead it's like, face-to-face, we're talking, not live, um, it's called asynchronous, so we're leaving video messages back and forth, but the speed of of connection happens almost instantly because you're seeing people's faces and facial expressions and you're not just reading their text of what someone wrote, but you're making a connection with someone. And and so I think that's what really contributed to the engagement still being about 100% of the people, almost 100, it's like 97 or something like that, at the end of two months than what we were doing before was only about 40. So it's been a game changer for us in terms of scaling our capacity, allowing us to serve more people better in less time. And yeah, I'm just really excited about it. And 
I just got all giddy whenever I get a chance to talk about it. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was just letting you go. That was great. You know, that was, thanks for that um, summary, I guess. Yeah, of, just let him run. He'll just be, yeah. keep going. But, I, I'd love yeah, to hear more, more, more. more. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that was awesome. Well, Josh Look. is the co-founder. So yeah. <laughs> he, he, my, yeah. Uh, my own experience with Volley so far has been, has mirrored, mirrored your own there, Tim, particularly in that human connection, you know, and I think that's something that I didn't really get until I started, uh, started using this as a form of communication. I've had, I've yeah. invited a few people just loosely in my community to come and check it out. And the conversations I've had, the volleys that I've had with people who I've, who I've emailed, I've been in touch with over the last few years in various messaging formats, but I haven't seen them face to face. I haven't been able to travel really. Most of us haven't. And I'm instantly just feeling more connected to those people that were kind of just contacts on a contact list. So it's, uh, it's really interesting. But I'm going to throw to Josh now. Exactly. We're, we're, we've used these terms volleys and people sent a volley and we're <laughs> using volley. Oof, what is volley? You better fill us in a bit. <laughs> Well, doesn't the name say it all, right? The metaphor, I send you something, you send it back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, volley in volley, we take. Well, in volley, turns. you don't want them to send it back in volleyball. <laughs> in volleyball, yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, that's good. I haven't thought about that dynamic. Maybe we need to rethink. Uh, <laughs> but the big idea is, is volley. We, in volley, we take turns, just like any conversation, just like we have in this conversation. You know, Ben, you started out. You, Tim took a volley. You you took one back. Now I'm volleying back, except. We record our turn with video. Uh, so in, instead of us listening to each other talk at the same time, synchronously, like we are now, Volley, as Tim said, is, is asynchronous. We, It's not at the same time. So I can send a quick video message to you and you can view it 10 seconds later, 10 minutes later, 10 hours later, whatever the need of this relationship or the conversation dictates. Um, and, uh, and so I can say what I want to say or need to say or as I'm thinking about it and I can express it with full empathy and context because, you know, the words that we, that we use only are 7% of the message. The rest is filled in by tone of voice and body language. It turns out it, it matters what I sound like and what I look like when I say the words that I choose to say. And so Vali, Vali allows you to get all of that richness into something that is as flexible as texting. So one of the ways I describe it is it's like video texting let that sink in. Okay. What, mm. what, what, what would that even be like? Well, that's not a thing. A video isn't a text is not a, right. But we get the idea of the motion of texting and kind of that urgency of texting. Um, but then what if you could do that with a video? And what if you could just say something instead of using thumbs, especially thumbs that look like these to, to t write a text message on a phone, right? You can speak seven times faster than you can type. And that's the whole idea of all. It's the richness of talking the flexibility of texting. I think what I really like about it, and it was kind of exemplified just before I threw to you here, Josh, is we were, we're on a synchronous call here, right? And there's three of us in the conversation and we started talking over each other a bit, you know, mm -hmm. because that's just what happens in a, in a conversation in some cases. But I think what I really like about the asynchronous nature here is it allows people to to get their, um, to get their voice heard, you know, and to take turns and it forces you to take turns cause it's not synchronous. So I really, I really like that. But I want to ask you, Josh, if you take it back to, to the very beginning stages of Volley as a company, as a, as a startup, where did it start? Like where was, where did the idea come from or, or how did, how did it come to be? 
Yeah, there were, there were, for me, it was kind of a perfect storm of, uh, I've been thinking about the problem for years. I built a, a platform called Bloomfire years ago, which was social learning um, that today is now a premier knowledge management platform. Uh, but we were, you know, the idea was sharing video messages and screen recordings at work as a way to share knowledge with coworkers. So I've been thinking about that problem for years. And then technology has improved to the point where that becomes easy. Intermobile devices like Bloomfire. Fire wasn't even mobile years ago, right? Um, uh, in tools like Snapchat or Marco Polo, and then the pandemic hitting, that all came together for me. And and I was kind of looking for the next thing that I wanted to build. And I thought, ah, I know what the world needs, a better way to communicate. Um, and it, the idea was just too good, got the team together. We started building it that night, actually. Um, so so you're right, Ben, it, it, there are a lot of benefits to this mode of communication. And you, not only are we not talking over each other, but we're, we're also um, not able to, we, we spent six or seven minutes dealing with technical difficulties at the beginning of this call today, right? So we're not doing that. We don't have the small talk. We talked about weather. We talked about Australia. We talked about Utah. That happens at the beginning. We don't even know that we're doing these things in synchronous conversation. We just do it. And then you mentioned earlier, the person, like Tim said, the person that's talking too much or talking too little or the person that doesn't feel like they have a voice and speak up. And then magically, this podcast is going to fill the exact time slot that we gave it. Is it because the conversation took exactly that long? No, it's just because because that's the nature of synchronous conversation. And volley and asynchronous conversation does away with all of that. Now you can just get to the point. You can listen to the other in 2x. You can take time to think and a bunch of other magic tricks that we haven't been able to do in, in real conversation. And so we like to think it's not just like a, a technical cool thing, but we, we like to think we're, we're actually creating better conversation and the way the volley does that for large groups and spaces is pretty novel because we're kind of the only platform you can do that on yeah and i'll just reiterate here what i said before that you don't really understand those benefits until you start using it like for me it was i, I didn't really understand much of what you, you spoke about until i started using the platform because it it's that unexpected difference in a way of communication i think that that took me by a bit of surprise, to be honest. Yeah. So you've, you've shared quite eloquently there the benefits and we've all spoke about the benefits of this mode of communication, but I want to throw to either of you now um, about the challenges that come up as well, because if you don't overcome the challenges and start using this sort of platform, then you'll never discover the benefits, right? And I know right. I've already seen some people in my community just reluctant to, to use it. So what are some of the challenges that you've come, mm -hmm. come up with people adopting volley? Tim, do you want to, do you want to start with I the can ones you've seen? I jump in on this one first here. Yeah, go for it, Tim. Yeah, I, I've uh, seen that same dynamic where people are a little bit reluctant and that I've, I've kind of attributed that to two things. One, they don't feel confident because uh, you know, ooh, I got to show my face. And what if I mess up? Do I have something in my teeth? You're right. Uh, and so we try to, in the in the spaces that, in the communities of Sat Bali that, that, I'm, that I'm a part of, we try to mitigate that right off the bat. Like when you first get in there, we have a couple ground rules and we're like, okay, a couple things here. Number one, remember the five B's of public speaking, right? Be brief, baby, be brief. <laughs> so <laughs> we try to like let people know, like stick to about, 
two, three minutes, something like that. But uh, if you take longer than three minutes, maybe just back off and just kind of like do it again, you know, and keep and just think about what you're really trying to communicate. And that way you'll be more likely to get people who respond um, and answer the question that you're actually asking. And then two, we're like, don't obsess over what you look like, over how you sound, over what your lighting is. Just like if your kid goes through the, Josh uses this as an example, if your kid walks through the background banging a drum, turn the camera and show us your kid. <laughs> you know, like make it a part of the volley because that's the human stuff that connects us. That's the thing that we like. You don't get that in text-based emails where we filter all of that out, but those are the things that that are charming and that are that are human. So don't don't obsess over it. Just just go for it. And then uh, and then we also try to give them like here's the first thing you should do when you get in here is the first thing you should do is go to this introduce yourself um uh, channel inside of Volley and just give us a quick little message telling us you know, your name, where you're from, and like whatever is relevant to the space. You know, for us, it's like tell us about your YouTube channel, what you're trying to do there, or tell us about your coaching business, or, or, or whatever, right? And when people feel like, okay, I know how to start engaging here, that's it's a little bit overwhelming. You look at you're like, where do I even start sometimes? This is like, Step one, do this, don't obsess, keep it brief. People are like, okay, I can do that. And so they get in there and they do that. And sometimes they don't always do that right away. But if they do that right away, we see that like, and then we respond with like, hey, welcome, glad you're here. We see that they start to feel like more relaxed and, and like, oh, okay, I did it right. Like I'm, uh, I, I can keep hanging out here. And then once in a while, we uh, I saw this happen today in one of the spaces I'm in where someone else just called out like, hey, who are all the lurkers who are here who have been yeah. hanging out but not saying anything? We want to hear from you. And then we had a couple of lurkers come out of the woodworks. I'm like, oh, that was good right there. I see what you did there. That worked well. People are like, like kind of half embarrassed, like, I'm a lurker. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, I, those are the things that have been helped in terms of getting people to first engage. Um, there's a couple other things we've run into, which is the the magic of Bali, but also for us is is been a little bit like, whoo, this is a lot, is the speed of conversation can happen so fast. On one hand, you're like, that's amazing. I can have these types of conversations without scheduling Zoom calls, without getting into meetings, and without doing email. It goes so fast and you're like, that. this is great. But if you start having like 50 fast conversations at once, it gets to be like, whoo, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so all I've done at that, at that point, and, and this is mostly with clients, not with like friends and stuff. With clients, I just set an expectation of, of like, um, yeah, send us your volley and I'll get to it, you know, as soon as I can, which for us is usually about, um, which now we try to limit to like one day. People aren't upset if you if you take a day to get back to them. And so we'll say, they'll say like, blah, 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 blah. And then and we'll be like, okay, here's our response. That was great. If you have follow-up to that question, like, please let me know. I'll, I'll be back again here tomorrow and talk then. And that is significantly made like managing lots of client communication so much, still faster than email because we could never do 50. Um, an email ever, <laughs> but two um, makes it for like, they're still getting the value that they want and we now have some space and it makes it manageable for us. So those are the two big things that I've bumped into. Yeah, I think that's really good. And um, I think I'm going to go to you in a second, Josh here, but I think it's worth clarifying here for our listeners that there are two different ways to, to engage in volley. There's, there's one-to-one -one volley conversations or one to a small, you know, private 
group of people and then there's volley spaces that you can join right which are bigger communities and, co- and larger scale conversations and you know i know that there is probably more hesitation for people to add their first introduce yourself volley for example into a public space because it's like oh i don't know who's gonna see this whereas i think it's easier to start just having a one-to-one volley conversation with someone you already know, right? I don't know if that's been your experience that you've seen people have, Josh, or other challenges that are coming up. Well, uh, luckily, I've had thousands of conversations with users at this point, so I've I've been able to I've been able to learn a lot. And the things that I wish I would have known uh, when we started, not I don't know that it would change my trajectory, but when, before I started volley, I thought. Some form of async video is everywhere. Like you're either using Snapchat or using Marco Polo. You've heard of Voxer. You're using Loom or Vidyard or BombBomb or one of these other tools. Like everyone's using one or like everyone's making videos of themselves. That was my point of view. I can't believe how few people actually know about any of those products that I just mentioned every day I talk at least the half of the people I talk to are making the very first video they've ever made of themselves in their life and they don't say that they don't say this is the first video but they do say things like oh is it recording oh I'm look I feel, I feel weird looking at myself and uh, can I turn the camera off well um is, is there a way to can you, you and you can feel them squirm and you're like really you've made videos of other people you've never turned a camera on yourself and so that's the big one it's just like the fear of being seen and even though we are being seen on this Riverside recording or you're being seen on Zoom. There's something that feels different to people about recording a video. Um, and so that that's a new thing. It's like I, I'm recording a video, but you kind of are, but that video goes away and it expires after a while. So that is one of the challenges so, is someone getting comfortable with that. However, I just don't see a future of of any of the things that we want, more flexibility, more lifestyle, more community, more connection without us embracing a more flexible yet face-to-face way to communicate. And so you're right, Ben, it does take a little bit of time to get it. It does take a little bit of time for someone to kind of understand, well, why is this better? I do, why don't we just talk? Why, I mean, I feel weird recording this video and sending it to you and you sending one back. It feels inefficient at first and it takes what we see is like 10 to 20 volleys back and forth. And then some aha moment clicks. And then you realize all of the things you're like, Oh, well, I can, I can have this conversation whenever I want to. And, and we haven't had to schedule anything and I can listen to you on two X. Not only that, I can like skip back and listen to what you said two or three times. And I can remember it because I can listen to it again tomorrow and I can see the transcript. And then I can, uh, when I'm recording my volley back, I, what if I, what if I say something stupid? You can't take that back in. I could, I'm, I'm sure I'm saying many things stupid. I can't say them again. So in volley, you can cancel your volley and say it again, not to obsess, but to put your best foot forward to, for someone that like me, that my, my, um, my brain works faster than my mouth. And I'm constantly frustrated that I can't get these words together. Right. Um, volley lets you, take things back or you can, you can retract things from the conversation. So there's all kinds of things that aren't on the table in this conversation right now, because it's synchronous that are on the table for volley, but sacrificing none of the richness, but gaining all of the benefits of, of flexibility. I think maybe 
what you've touched on there is it, it could even be a bit of a perfect storm right now for for using communication tools in this way and using video in this way because I think that even you know, a couple of years ago the reluctance to put your face on camera was even more of a problem for so many people. Yeah. Um, but thanks thanks to Zoom calls and thanks to you know, even more video social media tools taking off and TikTok and, and so on, as mentioned, I think people are more comfortable with that idea, but it is still a bit of a, a, bit of a barrier. I, f- I find that uh, what we take for granted, like us, all of us on this call here are, um, you know, probably on video multiple times a day, you know, uh, for various forms, but for my team, for example, that I was talking to about Volley, who aren't kind of forward-facing in the in the company, a little bit more hesitation. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to to explore mm. if if not in a, a coaching or a consulting or a community case, purely as say a a team tool as a communication internally with a team. How how are people adopting to that? How, how have you guys found that? Well, I I have thousands of examples of that one too. Uh, to, and it, Tim, it sounds like you have something there. I heard a breath in. Uh, I was just going to say one of the things that can make it easier for people is that it's not only video. You can do audio only. You can do like a Loom style screen share. You can do animated gifs. You can do texts and app mentions and things and all and all those other ways. So it does. It's not like people have to jump right into video. We that's kind of the default, and that's where you get the most value out of out of using that for communication. But there's there are other options, which I like because um, I'm not afraid to put my face on camera. But there are times like a, like it's too dark outside, and I'm just replying the volleys. And I'll just use the audio only, right? Or I really <clears throat> don't need a video here. What I really need is to share my screen and talk through the sales page or talk through this document or talk through this spreadsheet or something. And, and, uh, and so being able to share your screen as well, having all of those conversations happen in one timeline is really, really cool. But in terms of internal team stuff, yeah, we use it, um, with, uh, our team, we, we primarily with the, the group coaching team, there's uh, a group of, of, people who work for me who are on, uh, we're using Bali for our group coaching program. And so we have a private little um, four-way discussion in there of a group of us just kind of like talking about like, hey, what about this? And how do we handle that? And like, oh, here's this new thing that popped up or we should think, you know, those types of things. And um, in fact, we're using it right now for, uh, I, I'm slammed this week and then I'm out of town uh, traveling all of next week. And so we, there's a meeting we really need to have but then the week I'm back is when the other person needs to be in the meeting is going to be on vacation and, and the, the other person has lots of support. So we're like, OK, so we're looking at our calendar when we can get together and talk about this issue. And it's about three or four weeks out. <laughs> and we're like, no, we got to take care of this like now. And I'm like, well, why don't we just why, we're, we're trying to figure this out while we're talking on Bali. <laughs> I'm like, guys, like, hold on. Could we just do this here on, on Bali? Like, do we have the to have a meeting and they're like, Oh no, we don't have to, we can just do it. I'm like, perfect. Let's just do that. Cause then we'll have this done in like two days or something instead. And without having to schedule a meeting when everyone's already busy and we all take breaks, I use volley as my break in between all the other calls and stuff. I'm doing like catch up on it and reply. It's kind of like a, I don't know, a little mentally, what's the right word? 
kind of like break for me to talk, think about some other things, talk about some other things and get back to back to work. So that works perfect. And I don't have to schedule it. And I can just do it whenever the time works well for me. So we use it internally. That's kind of what it looks like for us. I like it. Right. And people need human connection in teams, particularly when teams are remote, team, teams aren't in the office. I think we, we crave that, right? Even mm -hmm. more so now than pre-pandemic. So Josh, anything to add to that? Well, yeah, I would just add on to what you're saying there. The top problems with remote work are lack of communication, loneliness, and meeting fatigue. And Volley hits all three of those squarely. So on paper, um, teams should be clamoring to use something like Volley. And we've had thousands of teams adopt Volley, but it's been really, really interesting to see the behavior. Speaking to the challenges, I said earlier um, that, you know, every team has someone who sees Volley and they're like, this is it. This is the future. Burn the Slack subscription. Let's go in. We're going on Volley. Here's the link, everyone. And everyone jumps in. And um, we see this interesting dynamic happen where, uh, people are still interested in hiding at work. Unfortunately, there's there's a lot of risk to, and you can hide behind a Slack message. You can think about it for 10 minutes before you send it. You can get your bullet points perfect. Email, same way. You can turn your camera off at Zoom. You can take your cheap shot in a meeting, but in Volley, you hit record and you're on, baby. And if you don't know what to say, and this is the first video, you're going to freak out and you're going to think this is evil and you're going to, and, and, and we just saw over and over and over again. So the reproducibility within teams was very low. And it, it, this is probably not something a CEO should say about his product, but I'm speaking truth here. The world, even though they should be culturally, it is not ready, at least in the thousands of teams that we have seen. Now, of course, there are hundreds of teams using Volley still us included. And it's a beautiful thing because in the first 15 minutes of my morning, I've checked in with my CTO. I've, uh, I've volleyed back with someone that we're recruiting. I've w jumped in our communities and greeted everyone. I participated in a dance club and that was the first 15 minutes of my morning. And then, you know, that would have been three hours of meetings to do all of those things. There's no way that that, that could happen. So I believe eventually the, the world, as you're saying, Ben, we'll, we'll get there. This perfect storm, it needs a little bit of time to work on us and for us to feel more comfortable and, to, and really see the problems stack up. Simon Sinek said recently, this is only working because we knew each other. This remote work thing, we knew each other when the pandemic hit. That's why it's it's continuing to work. But add new people to that mix, it's really hard to fit in when, when all you're doing is slacking your face off or on Zoom Doom all day. Like, how do you really get to know others? And so I do see it working over time. However, when Tim invited me to his beta, which he said uh, of, of Business Labs, one of his courses, and I, I saw people introduce themselves. I was like, oh, this is a group of people who know what to do when a record button is pressed because they're like, hey, everybody, I'm glad I'm here. You know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. OK, it's this is for creators. Oh, thank you, Tim, for teaching me this. And it's for community. And so we've started talking about that more, sharing the idea. And every yeah, they get it. Creators get it. Coaches get it. They grab volley. They invite their people. It's magic. And so we're like, okay, volley's not for teams yet. Volley is for creators and coaches using it for community, masterminds, group coaching, and beyond. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And I think that's a good segue into, you know, just in, in closing here, guys, I, I want to 
I want to ask you guys each, and I'll, I'll come to you in a moment, um, about where the best place is for people to get started with volley, maybe some spaces they might consider. But I want to take this opportunity to invite listeners to join the video strategist community space on volley and come and join in there. It's just getting started. So you can go to engagevideomarketing.com slash chat, and that's an easy way to get to, to my space and come and interact with me there for those listeners. But you know, what would you say if people download the app, Maybe they, they go through that link and they, they join a space. What would you say to, to encourage people to, to get started and to really experience Volley for what, it, for what it is? And I'll go to you first, Josh, and then I'll go to you, Tim. Well, I think uh, your suggestion is great to, in, in, to join the Engage Video Marketing space and then go to, go to volleyapp.com and there's some spaces on our homepage that you can jump into if you're a coach or a creator or want to join the fan club. Uh, so I think spaces are a great, great way to get started because the risk is low. You can introduce yourself. You can watch what others... Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know you could do polls. Oh, I didn't know that you could do screen record. That's text intro. Okay. So you can kind of catch up without having to like invite your friend and like learn while you're trying to teach them. So I think it's a brilliant uh, first step. Awesome. Tim, I know you've got your that's own space that's going well. Yeah. Go join Ben's group. Yeah, get, I get people in your in the Ben's group. I mean, like, yeah, I, and it's not really my space anymore because it's also a uh, a uh, Bali. <clears throat> I don't know what you call it, Bali Singson space. I don't know. It's kind of mine. I'm there. I'm active there. But, uh, but yeah, going to your space, Ben, is the is the the exact right next step. Uh, the app is free. It doesn't cost anything. You can jump right into a space with other creators, kick the tires of it, test it out, try some things. And, um, and you can experience it both in a, in a space with lots of people. And then you can also go up in the upper left corner, go to my network. And then you can, that's where like the more one-on-one private messaging stuff can happen or small group messaging stuff can happen. You can get your own vanity URL there to invite people and do conversations with you directly that way and things. So, um, yeah, just, just, Try it. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. And the other thing, too, to consider is, uh, and Josh is right here, so he, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am, which is like uh, right now, everything on the app is free, but in the, his, his ears perked up. But in the future, a lot of this stuff is going to be under a paid model. And so Josh has said that anyone who signs up soon here will get grandfathered into the free plan and not have to pay for the all the premium stuff that's that's coming later, unless they there's features in the premium plan that they want access to, but no, nothing that people currently have access to will be taken away from them. Um, everything will continue to be available for free. Even if it does go to the paid program, you'll get grandfathered in. So now's the time to kind of like sign up and check it out and, uh, get that locked in. And, uh, yeah, before, I don't know when that premium premium plan is coming, but I know some of the features that will be in the premium plan. And I'm like, Ooh, those are really good, attractive too. And the other thing is there's a lot of like the volley team is rolling out stuff all the time and and based on feedback. So they're listening. And if you got ideas, you have questions, you this isn't like normal type of app where like they're so disconnected and like you just kind of give up on it. There's a guy named Mitch in, in a conversation. You'll be introduced when you get in there called Hello Volley. And Mitch watches every single volley that comes through and he will answer your questions. And you can also post them in the group and, and get support and, and help too and get questions answered. So this is very much a like 
like a high touch, go check it out. Like you're going to, you're, you're, I was blown away and I'm sure other people were too. So I feel like I got a little salesy there. Oh, Sorry, man. But well, <laughs> it just kind of no, came out. I so mean, we're, we're radical in that regard too. Like we even have our engineers in those spaces talking to users. I don't, I don't know any other company that has their engineers just uh, random chatting with users about mountain biking and whatever they want to chat about, but the product, of course. Yeah, I love it. Hey, just in closing here, Josh, yeah. can you share a little bit about the roadmap in the next little while? What are we going to see in Volley? So uh, the, what we're really focused on, it, building an app like Volley, it's kind of an iterative process. So there, we understand there's 29 points of friction in the current experience. So we're, 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 we're simplifying the app, making it so just drop dead easy to use. So that is a big, um, big initiative for us, as well as making Volley better and better for larger and larger groups. Right now, I'd say Volley works good in the hundreds, maybe the low thousands. But if you're talking tens of thousands, the conversation breaks down. So we're launching literally tonight a feature called Threads um, or Threading, uh, which will allow you to have uh, like replies to a volley with, within it within the main timeline. So you can kind of have these break off conversations that happen when someone introduces a new idea, um, and that'll organize conversation a lot better. And there's a bunch of things that are following that. Uh, in fact, there's about uh, over a dozen of them that are coming in the next couple of weeks that continue to support volley being m- more admin controls, more user controls, notifications, just like making the saddle smoother for anyone who's using volley with a larger group. So those are things we're really focused on. That's awesome. I mean, look guys, I'm, I am excited about this as I've, as I've dove into volley and been introduced to it just a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I asked Josh and Tim to join me on the show here purely to bring it to you guys, the listeners of the podcast, because I think, I think you'll get excited too. So I encourage you to, mm-hmm. to head on to engagevideomarketing.com slash chat, check out volley and join me there. And, um, yeah, um, definitely. Well, when you do get into volley, you're going to see some volleys from Josh, so you can volley volley josh and uh tim's there as well so and i do encourage you to go and to the video creators podcast big favorite podcast of mine tim so appreciate for everything you do there and appreciate both of you guys for joining me here on the show today it was my pleasure thanks for having me ben all right there you go i hope you enjoyed that episode and it's opened your eyes up to a little bit about the power of asynchronous video in changing the way that we communicate, that we build communities, that we engage with people in the online space, whatever that looks like for your business. So once again, I invite you to join me at engagevideomarketing.com chat. That's a short link that will take you straight to the video strategist community space there on Volley. If you haven't yet set up a Volley account, then just go to that link and it'll prompt you to set up a free Volley account to download the app on your phone, either iOS or Android, or on your desktop, there's plenty of ways to interact with Volley. And come and join us there in the Video Strategist community space where we'll be joined by Josh and Tim from this episode so that you can follow up directly with them with any questions that you have. And you can join in the conversation that's just getting started over there. Now, full disclosure here, I've been invited by the Volley team to share the word a bit more about Volley. But like I said, it's a platform that I'm really enjoying and I'm looking forward to connecting with more of my community on there too, to to better serve you guys, the listeners of the podcast and part of the Engage Video Marketing community. So I would not be recommending something that I wasn't excited to be using myself. So come on over, experience Volley for yourself. It's absolutely free. 
That link again is engagevideomarketing.com slash chat. And I'll see you in the volley space real soon.